Hello everyone, and welcome aboard the Life Trail Podcast. This podcast is a self-improvement podcast that focuses on a famous person each episode, especially famous successors each episode, who had failures strike them hard at the beginning of their life. After we look at those people's stories, we will then take the tactics that they used to fight the troubles that they had faced and we will find different ways that we could include those tactics in our lives to self-improve overall. So sit back and relax and get ready to go into the world of colors and rhymes because this episode will be about the Dr. Seuss. This is Mahmoud Sultan and welcome aboard the Life Trail Podcast. Theodore Seuss Geisel, mostly known as Dr. Seuss, because honestly, I didn't know that that was his full name until I did this episode. (laughs) But anyways, if you don't know who Dr. Seuss is, then that is fine because I'm going to be talking about him on this episode and all about his past. So let's get right into this episode. So he was born on March 2nd, 1904 in New York. His father was a brewmaster, which apparently is the person that makes the beer. But anyways, his life was good at the beginning, which is the first time in the season, by the way, (laughs) because all of the people that I talked about on this podcast have had a harsh past at the beginning. So it will be nice to see the story of Dr. Seuss and how it differs from the others. But anyways, back to the story. When Dr. Seuss turned 18, because the beginning of his life was nice and had an average childhood. And so the trouble and action didn't start till he was 18. So when Dr. Seuss turned 18, he left home to attend the University of Dartsmouth. Dartmouth. I never knew that was a university. Oh, anyways. (laughs) There, everything started at that university. He became the head editor of the humor magazines of the college. He didn't fully know what he was going to become at that time, and he was also very naive. Thus, he violated a major rule in his college and was caught drinking with his friends one night. He then was kicked out of the humor magazine group of the college. And so after graduating from the college, 
Dr. Seuss headed to London to attend the University of Oxford in the hopes that he wanted to become a professor. But later on, in 1927, he dropped out of university with an unclear reason to why he did that. Theodore Geisel then returned to America after he dropped out of the Oxford University and he then decided that he wanted to become a writer. He got small jobs in various writing companies, but these were not really important. He worked there just to make money. But anyways, he later on decided that he wanted to write a humorous children's book. He started to work on that dream and loved the idea. But the issue is that he needed a publishing company to allow him to make his work go public. And so he tried with the first company and they rejected him. He then tries again for another five publishing companies and they also rejected him. But not only that, but in total, Dr. Seuss got rejected more than 30 times before he got published. Wow. Just imagine getting your work rejected that many times. Your confidence will run out and your motivation to keep going will shrink. But Dr. Seuss did not stop. He kept going because if he didn't, then we would have never heard of Dr. Seuss now. And I wouldn't be doing this episode in the first place. But anyways, later on, Dr. Seuss met a friend who works in an editing company and publishing company. And so the first book of Dr. Seuss was finally published. Hey, what? Come over here. The cat in the hat is about to appear. He's whizzing over to whisk you away on a fabulous journey today. He's coming! The book was not a full hit. But it was alright. And after that book, he published an adult book, and that book did not do well as well. And so Dr. Seuss decided to stick to children's books from now on. After more and more books that he published, he kept getting more recognized, and he was happy. However, something happened. World War II broke out. During this time, Dr. Seuss started publishing cartoons focusing on politics, and of course, life was not great during that time. But Geisel did not want to stop. He was not going to let the war stop his dream work. And so during the war, he was then taken into the army, and he had to serve there for four years in the documentary division. He made films and documentaries about the war during the action, and those films ended up becoming award-winning. After the war, Theodore Geisel was very happy that the war ended and that he got an award-winning film. 
He then purchased a property where he would work for eight hours a day and take small breaks after and he would take small breaks after his work on the book to work on his garden. And that was his lifestyle for the next five decades. He worked like this for five decades and published over 60 books in this in his own way. Some might call them dumb and not make any sense and not making any sense. But to millions, they brought laughter and satisfaction. No one ever will write the way that Dr. Seuss wrote his books. He was, I, he was a unique writer, and that is what made him famous. Some of his most popular work include the book called The Cat in the Hat, or the book called Horton Hears a Who, or the book called How the Grinch Saw Christmas, and so on. And that is how Theodore Geisel became the Dr. Seuss that we know of now. And this story of his uses one thing that I feel like we need to pay attention to. And that is creativity, hope, and imagination. I mean the combination of the three. Because when you add those three together, you get Dr. Seuss's mind. This is how Dr. Seuss kept going, and especially kept going through the war that was happening during the time that he blew up in, meaning that he got famous. Uh, I should have not said that during the war. It means that it feels like I'm trying to say that he died by an explosion. Never mind. Just the war was the time that he got famous in, and that's how he kept going, by using the, the combination of these three things that I said, creativity, hope, and imagination. And so the tips that I would give you that I took from Dr. Seuss' past life is that you need to be creative, hopeful, and imaginative. With these three, you could end up like Dr. Seuss, but in our time, in this era, but in our modern era. When you use those three together, uniqueness appears. Your work and your final results that you show to the world will be more unique than any other work. This is because each mind in the world is different. And I mentioned this in one of my episodes once. Every mind is different than the other. And when you create your own work using only your perspective, you will come out with a result that no other person can come up with. And that happened to Dr. Seuss. The way that he drew his characters, no one would ever have imagined them like that. And so be creative and don't let your life be non-original. So we learned about Dr. Seuss and we looked at how he fought the troubles that he faced in his lifetime. And I told you how to self-improve using the methods that Dr. Seuss used himself. But the final thing that I need to tell you in this episode are the benefits that come out of being creative and unique. First of all, it allows you to express yourself and your personality. Second of all, it actually will reduce your anxiety and stress. Yes, being creative will calm you down as you show who you are by creating things only found in your mind. So yeah, be creative and unique is what we get from Dr. Seuss's past.
so I hope that you try the tips and self-improve overall. Go check out the other episodes on this podcast. We talked about other famous successors who failed at first, so go check them out. This is the sixth episode on this season, so we've officially passed the halfway mark in the season. Well, I never expected Life Trail to become this big. Thank you to all the supporters, and I really appreciate all of you. Anyways, thank you for watching this episode, and this is Mahmood signing off.